right, so what's up everybody? This is Ruben Garcia and this is a beautiful day. And today on the Proven by Ruben podcast, we are at Seed. So if you could, ladies, beautiful <laughs> ladies, that I'm, right? If you could tell everyone who you are, what you do, how you do it, and all that good jazz. Uh, we are SEED, the Center for Economic Empowerment and Development. Okay. I am Susie Roboski. I'm the executive director here. Uh, we are a nonprofit. Uh, we have been here for 28 years. Wow. I am the second executive director. Uh, the original executive director was Sylvia Ray. She was our founder. And she founded the organization uh, so that she could help women find their ability to succeed. Um, she had a sister who was divorced. Uh, well beyond um, her children leaving the home and um, she was just a homemaker and um, when she was divorced she found out she didn't she couldn't figure out how to make a living or she didn't have insurance and mm. um, long story short she uh, ended up not taking care of herself um, she was diagnosed with cancer oh, and um, she didn't have insurance and she ended up dying early mm. um, and I think she died two weeks after Seed was opened. Um, So Sylvia was, it was Sylvia's mission to um, help people that were like her sister who didn't know their self-worth. And um, so over the years, uh, Seed grew in programs and helping people find their worth. Uh, Not only do we help people find their jobs, build their resumes, um, build important life skills through internships and um, job placement, uh, but we found this program through the SBA that would help people build small business. Gotcha. And um, we found that that was a very successful way to help people who um, didn't know what their hidden talents were. That's awesome. And, and we're still seeing it, like, help out the community. Because I went, I went and I checked out some numbers. You guys had thousands of consultations. It said 2016. I'm sure the numbers are still rolling in through 2017. Um, so you guys are impacting a lot of people in the area. We've been here for a long time. So our (laughs) business center has been here for over 16 years um, in itself. And the business center itself has grown, uh, not only from just being a technical assistance provider, but to being a small business loan provider. Yeah. Um, And now we're expanding into being a resource provider by building a kitchen incubator. I saw that. So just one more step into providing and helping the community um, get that step up and bridge the gap between where, you know, you might need that supplemental income or that uh, assistance in creating your own business. Gotcha. So you say kitchen incubator. Yes. Is that a true kitchen or is it just, talk to us about that. Like why a kitchen incubator? So 60% of the people who come through our business center um, are typically looking at building a food business. Really? If you think about it, right? Um, entrepreneurism is at its finest with you want to share something. Right. Um, you want to share something of yourself with someone else. And food is one of those pieces. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> we here at Seed, we call ourselves the food testers. Um, <laughs> we walk around. Um, yesterday, we had a whole big feast over here. Um, oh, but <laughs> I came the wrong day. <laughs> I'm sure if you stay here long enough, there will be Okay, good. Food. Perfect. I think there's still leftovers in the back, actually. Oh, look at that. I have the time. <laughs> um, but, you know, uh, 60% of those people coming through the door are looking at building food businesses. People want to share the food that they grew up with, the food that they're grandmothers made. Um, you know, our cultures. Um, Fayetteville is huge mm-hmm. on culture. Um, we are such a diverse community. And in looking at uh, the way that people can supplement their income, you're looking at um, people want to share that. And But the gap to creating a food business is huge. Right. And in that is the fiduciary responsibility that goes along with that. Um, And so we want to help people bridge that gap. Yeah. And the kitchen is exactly that because we have rules and regulations as to um, preventing people from dying by eating bad food. Oh, I'm Um, down with that. Right? Um, I'll back that. So... um, so we have these great laws in North Carolina that prohibit people from just preparing food and selling it, you know, in, right. in any sort of way so that we can protect everyone. Right. Um, so we will have a commercial grade kitchen where people can come um, at a lower cost than what it would cost them themselves. Yeah. And they can use this kitchen to prepare this food and sell it and right. get the technical assistance in That's the background awesome. to understand 
how to make money selling what you're doing. Yeah, so because that looks to be one of the most expensive parts when starting any type of restaurant or any type of food business. I see you guys got Food Truck 101 and stuff like that. And you guys are really helping them out because that's a huge expense. And it's already here. It's ready for you. Oh, here we go. This (laughs) is your world. So actually, the food truck curriculum just launched yesterday. Gotcha. So as we... Oh, I'm on it. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Yes. So as, you know, people come in, we grow... And we think of different ways that we can assist small businesses. Right. So everyone has a great idea, but how can they monetize that great idea? Right. You right. know, because you you can be good at cooking, but how do you get good at turning that into something profitable right. and something that is going to make you a living? So what do you see to be the one of the biggest challenges they have? Like they have a great idea. They know it tastes great. What is the, one of the biggest challenges you see with one of the Moving biggest challenges money. is that it's hard. They it's, say it's hard? It's hard. And I think that when they come here, they feel like we're saying, no, that's not a good idea. But that's not what we're saying. Mm. We are saying, slow down. Let's look at this. Let's write a business plan. Let's do a loan feasibility consultation if you need a loan. Let's see what your exit strategy is going to be if it doesn't mm-hmm. work out. Right. But as entrepreneurs, I always joke around. I said, I have no talents, but maybe my talent is showcasing other people's talents. Right. Um, because you just want to take an idea and run with it. Yeah. But a lot of times you fall on your face because you took that idea and ran with it. Yeah. And if you come here, that's what we want to prevent from happening. We right. want you to build a successful, sustainable business. That's right. Yes. Yeah, and, and when it comes to entrepreneurial world, we just want to move forward. We want to move fast. We yes. want to go ahead and see the return, <laughs> like yesterday. Yes. And mm-hmm. in real estate, we talk for anybody that's new or even coming from a different firm. That's one of the things we talk about. That this is going to take a while. Like you're going to have to eat dirt for a little while. Mm-hmm. You know, in order to yes. build like a solid business that constantly yes. has returns. Yes, and you know. Sometimes, you know, especially in the food industry, people have been telling you, you're so good at this. You're so good at this. Right. And you end up surrounding yourself a lot of times with yes people. Yeah. And you don't go outside of your comfort zone and you don't do market research. And that's why we're here, to help you think about things like that. Yeah. You know, because... You see, sorry. Go no, for it. No, you go for it. Um, do you see partnerships working out to where there is that idea person, the visionary, the entrepreneur, and then there's the executor, the one who listens to what you guys have to say and helps execute that part? Do you see partnerships like that coming? Yes, here? we do have some, um, you know, small businesses where someone is just the creative vision and then right. the other one's the executor and handles all the little small details. Right. Husband so. and wife teams are usually. <laughs> yes. We see great husband and wife yes. teams yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, husband and wife teams. Um, greatest example is probably like our burger. So Woo. you have, love our um, yeah. yeah. So you have like Rob, who's the, the mastermind behind the yeah, food and Mary yeah. and Mary who's always like oh calm down calm down wait a minute I don't know if we're ready for that part but um you know but she's the cheerleader as well um and you know Rob's the mad scientist behind the grill and um but husband and wife teams are really primarily and they're the most successful because I think especially if they've been married for so long, they kind of know their dynamics. Right. But we do see some others mm-hmm. um, that really understand each other. Yeah. yeah. Blind Pig is another one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Love so it. they so have a husband. Now, and, correct. Yeah. Fowlers. Fowlers. Yeah. yeah. Fowlers Southern Gourmet. Yes. So they started as a food truck a year ago. Fowler's Foolery. That would be yeah. a great name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah. Friday's Fowler's Foolery. <laughs> we'll have to tell yeah. you it. Yep. Yeah. So they're a family. Um, there mm-hmm. is a husband and wife team on there, but they're a family-owned business. So yeah. it's dad, kids, wife, and um, another person that they have previously worked for. Right. And they, the food truck was their trial run. Not a lot of people want to do a food truck because it's a lot of work so you the day starts about four hours before you hit the road and then ends about another two to three hours after you're done right so that's why you don't see them at the same capacity that a restaurant yeah so but they told me they said you know once we did the what the truck event we knew that the Fayetteville market was there yeah 
So, you know, when we had people come out to Festival Park during a weekday and it was a lot of people coming out. On a weekday. On a weekday. Mm-hmm. Uh, we They knew that the market was there. Yeah, people are hungry for it. People yes. are, oh. yes, Did yes. You... Do you want to talk a little bit about what the truck Alyssa? Yeah, or... let's talk about food trucks. Yeah. So who are you? And just say it real quick for people listening. I'm Alyssa Hennessy, the Director of Events and Promotions here at Seed. Ooh. So, woohoo. <laughs> yeah, so I get to do the fun stuff. <laughs> just kidding it's all fun yeah. but um so we do uh the, the uh, yeah the really fun stuff that everybody gets to enjoy and come out we do the what the track festivals um all over the area last year we were in uh festival park on wednesdays we were also in spring lake hope mills and village drive here in fayville mm. so we uh went out 22 weeks. We saw over 10,000 people come out. Wow. And uh economically we brought over 100 just at our festival park location we brought brought in over $100,000 to the area. That's so important. And I love that you're running numbers and you're finding out and you're seeing the results through the numbers because the numbers don't lie. It right? it has to be worth the effort. Right, exactly. You know, and so if I can relay that that you know, when we when we go to people and we tell them what they want to do, you know, there's always naysayers out there, people who have historically just, you know, Forever. that that won't work yeah. here, you know, yeah. or whatever. And I'm like, if this is this is the 11th city that I've lived in in the last 18 years, if it works in every other city, why can't it work in Fayetteville? Right. You know, and so when I had someone say that I'd be lucky to get 50, 50 people to Festival Park and I was like, all right, challenge accepted. Yeah. Fuel. Right. Yeah. So um, we have these entrepreneurs who 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 need some help. You know, they they don't know where where to go, or you know, they're kind of fighting elbow for elbow to get in certain parking lots around town. Well, how about we all work together? All boats rise right. with the tide, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's team up. Let's go out and let's hit four or five places every week. Consistent income. Consistent consistent people coming out. Um, marketing done for we're promoting it here mm-hmm. and um and that that really drives and when we when we ended the season in october people were like oh my god what happened to the food trucks you guys quit why oh. <laughs> yeah my wednesdays will never be the same yeah <laughs> you know yeah. and it's yeah. like no no it's just seasonal we'll be back in may <laughs> you yeah. know so well, that's even what like I you know and even when you see mcdonald's and burger king and pizza Hut, and they're all right near each other i mean hasn't statistics shown that that helps bring in more more deals and more business anyways and you guys are just kind of not copying but borrowing that concept when it comes to food trucks absolutely yes so i always tell all my clients that competition makes you better yep it agreed yes so it brings you to that next level that you're trying to reach Mm -hmm. i'm sorry i didn't say what i did before but i'm ingrid and i work at the business center and i i have a team of really passionate business consultants that are looking at that next business and that next start. Um, 80% of businesses who stop by a small business technical assistance center yeah. are more successful than the ones that don't. Numbers don't lie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, you, you guys probably don't know this, but I remember back in the day, I was, I was starting a business called MMA Ammo, and it was just selling mixed martial arts products, right? And I also started seeing Groupon come up. I was like, oh, I'm going to do that. And so I tried started building something called DippinDeals.com, and I came here mm-hmm. because yeah. I needed help. Yeah. yeah. And then I realized I wasn't passionate about it and I never came back again. <laughs> but I will say, I mean, you guys welcomed me with open arms. I mean, there was we had... And it's probably changed, but there was a table. We were all sitting around it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were discussing, mm-hmm. um, like you said, don't j- just pump the brakes. Let's build a plan. Go ahead and see who your market is and all of that. I mean, for anybody who's ever thinking about business and doesn't even try this, it's ridiculous. You should come in and chat. Yes, yes. And, you know, all of our workshops, our consultations, they're at no cost to the client. There are right. other organizations like the Small Business Administration that are supporting these programs for people who are thinking about entrepreneurship or are in entrepreneurship to be able to be successful because ultimately they're econ- economy drivers. Right. So, you know, even when we were having where um, what the truck, a lot of downtown businesses said, wow, I'm getting a lot more traffic on Wednesdays when you guys have the trucks out there. Weird. 
Makes sense. Yeah, it's kind of funny when we walk into, you know, the coffee shop across the street and they're like, when are you guys starting with the truck again? And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. So if it's seasonal, what it, are you looking at opportunity for when it's not seasonal, like what else you could bring to the table? Or get others to bring to the table? Yeah, and I think that has a lot to do with um, our training station and the ability to be indoors um, right. and not just outdoors. Um, there is a portion of the facility that um, we don't have money for it yet, but we will work on it. Um, I tell everyone, uh, the training station has been a five-year baby mm-hmm. of mine, talking about a business plan that has changed uh, three times um, because, <laughs> you know, you don't have – I'm just like – any other entrepreneur, this baby is like any other entrepreneur. We have to go back to the drawing board um, over and over and over again because funding is something you know different. Mm-hmm. And I have to go to the banks just like a regular business does, and um, ask and beg and show a business plan and all these things. So we actually are living the same yeah. thing and breathing the same thing that our businesses are doing. Um, but that portion of the building in the future will have the ability to um, expand out so that you can, you know, showcase that as a pop-up. That's right. Um, or, you know, have an indoors ability to eat and things like that so that you're not just outside in the, you know, we have some weird weather around here. So, yes, you know, of course. And the minute, one week the minute or... it rains or the yeah. minute it's cold, you know, we are not prepared for coats and jackets and you got to kind of stand outside and, um, you know, food trucks aren't made for that. Um, right. <laughs> and Which so, might be opportunity for someone. There might be... Right. Something you can like do an overhang or something, figure something out. <laughs> Guys, there's opportunity and, there. Figure it out. Invention, invention. Yeah. Yes. So, but yeah, in the in, in the future, I think that's definitely something that we're looking into as far as you know, kind of bringing the outdoors in. You know, expanding um, that space will really allow us to do some things yeah. in the future. Uh, we have thought about those types of things. I'm sorry, I keep hitting you. Um, <laughs> we have, so we, have yeah. <laughs> we have thought about those things. Right. Um, and, you know, and how we can kind of help move forward and, and do those types. Mm-hmm. Where do you see seed being in about, I don't know, 10 years? Where do you see this thing going? Um, a self-supporting machine. Right now we are um, we are funded in part by the Small Business Administration as mm-hmm. well as the City of Fayetteville. Um, and every year we have to go to bat. Um, every mm. year we have to go in there and, and beg to renew our contract and show that we're doing these things and um, we need our we need citizens we need our small businesses to go to the city council people and tell them what we're doing for them and how they need us here um, and so we have to constantly show that impact and um, so what I really want for our organization is to be a self-supporting machine uh, for that training station to assist in all of our entrepreneurial programs. And um, we're always going to go after, because we're going to stay a nonprofit, we're always going to go after some right. funding and some type of new um, programming, but to really expand our loan program and our incubator program so that um, we can really be that self-supporting machine. Yeah. So what businesses have flourished through seed because we've heard a few oh, right gosh. like our burger um um the blind pig who else dirtbag dirtbag um so dirtbag would not have um even come to fayetteville had it not been for seed um they wow. took their business plan to a couple of banks and uh banks were like it's a startup you know you're a couple of gis that are coming into town that are brewing Brewing beer for fun in your garage. Yeah. yeah whatever. Um, and uh, we, we uh, our loan program allowed that, mm-hmm. allowed us to um, help them get past that point. Um, and then they were able to show, you know, in a very right. short amount of time and show the banks who then were like, oh, we didn't get it. Um, wow. <laughs> and scratch their yeah. heads well, and be good. like, you know, hey, <clears throat> yeah, like, oh, yeah. Of course we want to give you money now you yeah know? and so that that success story um, is one that um, that I tell all the time because that is exactly what we want to happen we want people to go from a small business loan with us to a banking loan and then expand beyond right. anyone's you know thought processes um, our burger pressed uh, pressed oh um, love pressed yeah so Ashley was somebody who started out as a branding company. 
um, and she started coming here. And then um, what I like about Ashley's is mm-hmm. Ashley's story is, is that I'm telling her story, but um, she started out as a branding company and had this idea and then kept coming back. And just using us as a sounding board and using the business counselors here as a sounding board and then moving forward. And then, you know, that's the thing I think the most is that in business, you need those mentors and you need those, like as Ingrid said, you surround yourself with yes people sometimes. Mm -hmm. And you need somebody that's going to say, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Let's look at this. Let's see if we can't find you something else. Because sometimes you're so eager to move forward. Um, that you'll do anything to make it happen. Right. And you'll put yourself in these dire straight situations. Um, but out of all of this, Ashley, woman, small business, uh, military spouse moving here. And she, not only did she move here and then make her permanence here, but they bought their house. <laughs> you know, they bought their house and their business building in the same time. Yeah. Um, within just five years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with, with the help of Seed. And that right. in itself is absolutely extraordinary. Yeah. Um, I have a personal baby. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. 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 yeah so I, I started here as a business consultant until I moved into the director's position. Um, and my first project when I started was, I don't know if you've heard of them, 507 Empanadas. Yes. <laughs> um, so she is an empanada food truck, and she actually has been a previous client of Seed. So she used to own Mipana, which is a Panamanian restaurant, and she had a food truck and a brick and mortar. And uh, unfortunately, she had breast cancer and mm. had to close down. But during that time, she came with an idea, and it was the perfect dough for baked empanadas, which apparently is very hard to find. Yeah. Um, so it took us quite a bit of time to get her on the road, but she is selling out everywhere she goes now. Really? Everywhere she goes. Um, her first event was at What the Truck October. She sold a thousand empanadas. Wow. Yeah. Holy moly, <laughs> so, I gotta learn how to make that, those. And not only that, but everyone else sold out that day. Wow. There were 700 people there. Um, and, you know, she was at the Dirtbag Yells Farmer's Market. She sold out. She goes wow. to the Terrace General store. She sells out in an hour. In an hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. But she found a niche, right? Yeah. Like a, and, a small niche you know, and she's and crushing it. Part of that is she tells me all the time, she's like, Ingrid. I don't know anything about marketing. Whatever you help me do is working. Right. <laughs> and she's like, I'm just good at making empanadas. But she always sees us as a resource and as a partner. Right. Mm-hmm. So she always comes back and bounces ideas. I don't know how many empanadas we've all tasted in here. <laughs> Again, I might have so, came on the wrong day. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, we'll but. I want to invite you back. Okay, good. Please. I want to invite you back. Yeah. You yes. Know, right, right. And I just go back to one day we were at what the truck in the summer and she told me i'm not going to do it Mm. not to do what her food truck Mm -hmm. she said i'm tired i don't think it's gonna work Mm -hmm. what are i'm not gonna do it and i and you know we had a long conversation and we said okay like what is working what's not working like what are you struggling with and it turns out that she really needed to talk to the loan department here and we were able mm. to, you know, work something out with her. And her dream became a reality because of us having that in-house loan program. Right. Mm-hmm. So. It was good. It's, it's kind of cool to hear that, right? Like they were in their mind, they were at wit's end. Mm-hmm. That's it. I'm done. And you guys, you the problem solvers come in and really try to find out what exactly is going on. Mm-hmm. You find it and then you fix it. Because you have something here, you have a resource here to help them keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. She, in that moment, she wanted to go down. You were like, no, 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 no. Well, we help fix it. Yeah. We, we leave it up to them. Yeah. You know, because it's oh. ultimately their decision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, we present solutions, right. and that's kind of when you know what kind of business owner you can be, whether you take that solution upon yourself, right, or you just say. I'm not going to do it because right. you're going to have challenges in business every day. Yeah. Every day is a new challenge. Yeah. Can I add to that? Yeah. yeah. Passing the mic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So we we also not only do we have the business program here, but we have other programs as well, um, self sufficiency programs and stuff. And just when you were talking about you know we fix it and people are at their wits ends, um, you know it really every person that walk through walks through our doors, it takes guts mm-hmm. to to come in here, right. you know, because they've. They are probably at their wit's end or, or they're nervous. You know, mm-hmm. they have a, they have a good idea. They're, you know, either a veteran who all their only experience is working for the military. Like I have experience with that. That's, that's all they know is knowing what you're doing day in and day out. And now they're out of the military and they're like, Hey, I have a really good idea, but I don't even know where to start. Right. You know, it takes guts to walk in here and say, yeah, for, for a soldier, you know, 22 years experience or whatever to walk in and go, I don't know where to start. Like that, that takes guts. Yeah. And it, but not just with that program, you know, we have rental assistance program and, and it takes guts for someone to walk in here and go, look, like I, I'm not an addict and I don't have mental health issues. I just had something happen in my life that I, I, I need some rental assistance right now. That takes guts. So, you know, so our, our goal as a team here, you know, there's only 10 of us right now. And our goal as a team is every person who walks through the door, we don't know their story. Mm-hmm. You know, we have an average of 15 people come through the door looking for help a day. Wow. And so if if they're coming in, we're seeing 15 people, but they're only seeing us. Right. And they only have their stories. Right. So if we can connect with them and greet them with a smile and go, look, I'm not going to solve your problem for you. Right. But I'm going to show you how you can solve your problem. Right. And I want every person who walks in this building to leave with hope. Right. You know, whether it's it's that their business can start or that their good idea is actually a good idea, or maybe that their good idea needs some work, you know, or that they can stay in their home that they've lived right. in for 16 years and, you know, something happened financially and they just couldn't swing their rent for the last four months and now they're facing eviction. Like, that's the stuff that people, people are dealing with when they walk in here. Or the lady who worked in a factory for 25 years couldn't work in a factory anymore, got a desk job, and first day on the job, her boss says, look, you need professional clothes. We have a success closet. She heard about us, came down here, asked if she could have one outfit, left with a bag, enough clothes for two weeks, you know, tears streaming down her face. That's mm-hmm. our mission. That's seed. You know, it's not, I'll, I'll go to seed and, and maybe they can help you. No, we'll help you one way or another. Yeah. You know, we might not have the funding. We might not have... You know, the be able to give you the, you know one million dollar loan or whatever, but we will help you. Right, no doubt about it. Um, it's just it's we we enable the people to have their own success. Right, exactly. We just we just walk with them through that process. Yeah. So I didn't know about the success closet. What are other things that we don't we might not know that you guys offer? Well, we are really funny. <laughs> Very true. We're a funny crew yes. of people. So you come down so here, come for you're humor. probably going to laugh. <laughs> um, no, uh, the the success closet, uh, we have the rental assistance program. It's called the New Choices program. So um, they can come down here and learn self-sufficiency. Usually it's somebody, um, usually it's someone who cares about somebody comes and finds out about the program and then they convince that person to come down here right. and participate in the program. Yeah. Um, whether it's a family member or a pastor or, or something in that capacity. Right. Um, and they come down here and our goal is to show them ways to get out of the cyclical poverty lifestyle. You know, I'm doing it this way because this way that mom did it, this way that grandma did it. It's right. all I know. Well, maybe there's a better way. Right. You know? Yeah. So um, we we help with that. We have the success closet has been here for like five years about, I think. Um, so we have people who come in, you know, they've retired or whatever and they're looking or, you know, lost a lot of weight, gained a lot of weight, looking to offload right. their professional yeah. clothing. And um, we are in desperate need of men's clothes. Okay. Um, but we're not, we also don't really have the room for it right now. So we're doing a little revamping to the closet. Hmm. Um, but people can come down here and. We just ask them what their story is, you know, what what do you need while I need clothes? Well, why you know, can right. you tell us why? What's your situation? Right. And um and make sure that it matches up with what they need. So yeah. 
Um, and then computer lab. Yeah, we have a computer. To, mm-hmm. You know, um, right use yeah. the computer lab and making sure that you know a lot of times people don't have professional emails. <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> uh, email addresses and you know your resume is a, is a big portion of um, you know what you look like. Um, your Facebook should look also professional because yep. um, <laughs> oh, yeah. employers look at all of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, being on the computer, having a computer that, you know, a lot of times everyone's on their phone now right. um, and they don't have a personal computer. Um, so our clients can come in and use the computer um, and print out their resume and uh, print out job leads. We have a job leads list every week. Um, hmm. And for us, our biggest thing is uh, the interaction, the personal interaction, the warm handoff. And that goes from um, our new choices program all the way up to our business program. Um, we don't always have all the answers. Right. Um, right. I don't we always don't. have right. the means to fix everything. That's right. But I can find somebody who can. Right. Um, you know, I had a young lady that called in yesterday who said, I can't pay my rent and I just had decrease in hours and I... Um, don't know what I'm going to do. And I said, okay, come in here and let's see if we can't see what we can do. Right. And sometimes, sometimes it's just um, talking to your landlord and letting them know, hey, I can't do this, but I can do this. I can pay you every two weeks when I get paid and give you this portion and, right. and I can catch myself up. And sometimes in working with landlords, they're really, really, really um, more amenable to something like that to know right. that you have a plan right, right. Um, than to know that you don't have a plan and you're just trying to scrape by. Yeah. Um, and so we've really found that as a more productive means than just handing over a check sometimes right. to people. And sometimes people don't realize that if you just talk to somebody yeah. and work out a plan and stick to that plan, mm-hmm. that people will believe in you in the end. And that just helps everybody. Yeah, they'll start to trust you. Yeah, it just helps everybody in the long run. Yeah. It helps you build confidence. Yep. It helps them build confidence in you. And then you have trust in landlords and you don't think that landlords are mean, nasty people. And yeah. <laughs> landlords don't think that there's just bad tenants all over the place. Right. You know, there's people <laughs> in cer- circumstances, you know. Right. And um, so we really, you know, we really open up those doors. And sometimes you need that go-between. Sometimes yeah. you need that person in between to say, hey, this is the plan. This is how they're going to stick to it. And mm-hmm. this, is, this is the way we can go. Yeah. yeah. So. I'm learning more and more. Yeah. I, I figured it was. We haven't even gotten to the business center. That, I know. And I'm like, this place, it just seems like it's going to be here to help you at least guide you in the right direction, no matter really yeah. what you're facing. And, you know, sometimes I think that everyone, um, you know, is scary to come here. And then when we say, oh, go here. You're so nice. It's even scarier because now <laughs> you had the guts to come here. Right. But now we have to tell you to go somewhere else. And right. um, I think that. Starts building momentum, though. Yes. For somebody. Yes. And I think that. I think we're pretty approachable and pretty yeah. funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I think that, you know, if you just so sit down. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, who told you that? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, and we get, we, you know, it can get upsetting when that person has been to 80 different places and yeah. no one has pointed them in the right resource. So I think we just get a little upset. <laughs> Not yeah. me. Yeah. We're pro- yeah. Yeah. We are passionate, it's, it's right? Advocacy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it's advocacy. Um, you know, and we are big advocates at, from the New Choices Program to the business center. Right. You know, if a client comes in here and says someone gave me a 30% loan, I'm going to go screaming and <laughs> kicking everywhere, you know, because uh, you're going to put this yes, person out of yes, everything. Yes, you know, and yeah. it's going to dawn on me and, you know, it's every single program has staff that is ready to advocate for that client. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes that means holding their hand and walking down the street and saying, this is where you need to go. Yeah. Yes. You guys, <laughs> and, I, and then, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, you guys have a lot more buy-in too. So when someone comes in, you hear their story, you know what they've gone through. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes for the other person on the other side, they just see them for that one minute or second, that one email. And you guys are, you know the whole story. You know what they're fighting against. You know they just need that one chance. Yeah. So it starts yes. weighing on you guys a lot. I can see that. Yes. And, you know, it's like that from every single program. And, you know, it. we talk about the business center and we say, oh, it's it's just a business. But a lot of small business owners are full of stories. Mm-hmm. 
there's a reason oh, they yeah. became a small business owner. For sure. Um, and one of our newest programs is the Latino and Hispanic business program. Mm-hmm. And some of the adversity that the Latino population has faced, no one has sat down to help them figure it out. Right. And we had quite a few success stories from that program last year when it started. And, you know, now we have three staff members that are fluent in Spanish that can assist people who are not English proficient. Yeah. So, you know, in the business center alone, we have two of us that speak Spanish fluently and we have the Women's Business Center, the Latino and Hispanic Business Center, the loan program, and now the training station on top of everything, everything that the else. New Choices program does. Right. So right. we're really busy. Oh, my God. And with the staff of 10? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we always need, we always need vol- volunteers. So um, we, we, uh, we really rely on our volunteer core. Yeah. So they need volunteers. Yes. yes. So because volunteers come and go, you know, you can't you can't hang on to a volunteer and go, I need you to work 40 hours a week. Yeah. You know, they just yeah, kind of show right. up when they can. Right. And sometimes we have a list for them to do that is beneficial. And sometimes they come in and we're like deer caught in headlights. And we're like, oh, my God, like, I, I don't even know where I'm standing right now. <laughs> you know, right. um, but we we love our volunteers. And actually, we were talking about it the other day. Our I think our entire staff at this point started out as volunteers. I actually, I actually think, except for me, but I came in to be a volunteer, and then she hired me anyway. Yeah, like, no, 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 and so I was like, no, really, I just want to volunteer. Yeah. And she's like, but I have a job. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so, but we. Well, I was about to give birth a month later. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She was like, I need you. <laughs> yeah. So, um. So we, you know, so everybody here is really passionate about what they do, and mm-hmm. um, we have incredible intern ship program um, opportunities in every area in one this of building. Our interns is now one of our business consultants. Yeah, one of our uh, one of our interns from last year is now a business consultant. Um, uh, one of our interns from the New Choices program is now overseeing the New Choices program. Um, you know, it's wow. it, there's a lot of opportunity for advancement here. You know, nonprofit people don't stick around for very long, right. but there's a lot of longevity in the staff in this building, which I think speaks for the organization itself. Right. Um, personally, so yeah. So, but we we always need volunteers, and we need volunteers who are willing to really volunteer. You know, like come in and and do what needs to be done, not come in and go. Well, I don't do that. Or I don't oh, do this. Hi, our founder is here. Or, yeah, this oh, is I wish, our. I wish the podcast had video. I know. You would see I the know. founder. The founder just walked in. So the mm. founder of Seeds, Miss <laughs> Sylvia Ray, just walked into the room. <laughs> hey, I'm Ruben. Hi, Ruben. How are you? And who are you? I have no idea. I'm figuring that out every day. I have no idea who I am. We're actually. You cannot say that at your age. True. I'm still figuring it out, though. Well, it is a constant journey. And I'm still figuring it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, beard. Thank you so much. <laughs> Glad we got that on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've. I've, I've ch- Yeah, you're <laughs> on. Like, this is live. This is. is see, this is why live. we don't play them. Like, there's cool little stuff that, <laughs> like. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome. Over what station? <laughs> Ruben Garcia, proven by Ruben. <laughs> AM and PM. Oh, or AM. FM. FM. AM, FM. See? What do you want it so for the for the people who are listening? Um, I don't know. Throw something out there that you want people to know about seed yourself, who you are, what you do, how you do it. You've jumped in. This is kind oh, of dear. Yeah. Well, I'm Sylvia Ray. I'm the cool. founder of Seed. Started out as a women's center in 1990 with ten thousand dollars and mm. a used typewriter and a couple of desks. <laughs> And so I've been retired for two years and turned everything over to this lovely Susie and this wonderful staff. Yes. And I guess what I would like to say about SEED is that we look at the whole person, the whole situation, not just one part, not just Mm -hmm. food, not just housing, not just a job, but knowing that it takes a long time with some people to achieve some kind of stability. And so I think we're... One of the few groups that does that. 
Yeah. You know, and I often say homeless means homeless, not foodless or closeless. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm really proud of this group and I love all of them and they let me sneak in once in a while. Mm-hmm. Like today. From my job as a granny and a <laughs> dog walker and whatever. <laughs> I feel like if they were to lock the front door, you'd find a way in anyways. She'd be banging I'm, on yeah. No, I'm, I'm scared to set off the alarm. <laughs> yeah, but they do a great job. And I, it's, yeah. it's wonderful, you know, and people would say, well, how could you leave? You know, but I said, you know what? I've got the greatest group down there. Yep. I don't have to worry. And I love all of it. And I'm grateful because it's, it's hard work. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's important. Um not only, and it sounds like, obviously here, and I heard you say that as well with uh, Fayetteville Dancing with the Stars, same mm-hmm. thing. I mean, you're super grateful about that because it's something oh, that yes. you constantly say to everyone yes. else and yourself as well. But surround yourself with the right people, the oh, ones yes. who see the vision, the ones who execute yes. is so, so important. Well, and I think the other thing is that you've got to, you've got to be pretty tough because raising funds is hard. Right. And you really, what I love about these people is they really care about the clients. You know, you can have a job and come in, whatever, but they really go out of the way and they really care, which is what it's all about. Yeah. Well, so we sat down mm-hmm. and we started talking about seed mm-hmm. and I started bringing up business stuff and found out really quickly it's not all about the business. It's all about the person and the needs yes. that they need. So they oh, corrected yes. me and they pulled me in the right direction. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. So I'm learning something as well. And so is everyone else who's listening. Yep. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So stopping in. Yeah. Well, there's a reason for this. There's a reason for this. Something you will say or something that you have said, someone's going to hear and it's going to resonate. There's a reason for this somewhere. You might well, not see it, but there's a reason. You know, Ruben, right? Yes. It's, it's interesting to me over the history how we could be so worried, you know, about how how are we going to, you know, I've had times when I couldn't, I could hardly pay the staff. And I've always felt like the the spirit was looking after us, mm-hmm. whatever you call that spirit. Mm-hmm. It will work out. Yeah. yeah. So what do you tell ones who are really going through a lot? They hear it. They hear you say that but they're still struggling. What else do they need to look for within themselves to push through, to break through? Well, I think one thing that I've always emphasized is that a lot of people who go to the more government agencies, and I'm not, they do wonderful work. Sometimes the numbers are overwhelming. And um, I think that we take a little bit more time to really understand that it's it's many problems. You know, people come in and they say, you know, I, I don't have any money or I can't pay my can't pay my rent. And then you say, well, could you pay your rent last time? No, I couldn't pay it then. Well, then it's, it's a job. They need a better job, right. a job, knowing how to budget. Mm-hmm. So it's lots and lots of things. But the other thing is, and I had to learn this the hard way, you can only help people who wish to help themselves. Yep. Mm-hmm. And if they're not ready and they want you to do everything, mm-hmm. you have to say, we're going to be here. We care about you. But when you're ready, come back. And a lot of times that happens. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree you with know. that. Um, so I'll coach real estate agents and we're, mm-hmm. we're coaching on growing the business. And, you know, some they have to meet you halfway. Right. They have to meet you halfway mm-hmm. in order for this to be a win win. Right. Because if I'm saying yes to you in this moment and I'm we're, we're, I'm exuding, exuding this energy right for you to try to pull you through this. I'm saying yes to you and I'm saying no to someone else who really wants to be in that mm-hmm. seat. Right. And we have to recognize that. Well, I also think that if you don't believe that they have it in them to do it, then you're <clears throat> you're really being disrespectful. Right. Mm-hmm. Because if you let them think, well, you you know, yes, really bad things happen. We know that. But you want to bring out what it is in them that helps them survive. Right. And honestly, sometimes you think, what is really going to happen? You know, what can we do? Right. But if you don't respect that in them, you're if you're really not being 
well, you're not being respectful of their ability right. to move forward. And then what is that saying about them? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they've, in that moment, would you say that a lot of people have said that they can't find that in them, right? In that person. Right. And they can't pull them through. So surround them with someone who will constantly push them and pull them until they find. And care, and care, yeah. and really care. Yeah. And they need that. And they can find it at seed. They can which find I found it at seed. <laughs> <laughs> which I found out today. Yes. Even deeper. Yes. Um, yes. Cool. So what I usually do is I'll run through a few questions. Okay. All right. Um, you, hey. 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 <laughs> All great stuff, though. So what do you believe separates excellent from average? It's hmm. a loaded question, Ruben. That's why I ask it. <laughs> the ability to persevere. So what does that look like? It looks very hard. It can be very hard. And when you when you see what we have seen, you know then you just, I think in anybody, you know, you, you, you have to learn to believe in yourself. And of course, a lot of it is education. You know, mm-hmm. if, if you drop out of school and don't have the ability to take care of yourself, you're sort of destined for poverty. Mm-hmm. But perseverance, you know, I know Susie can, so we can all say, oh yeah. my goodness, how we're going we go to make it through Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is so hard. Which, which was amazing. We have to baby the dancers and, you know, and all this and, and getting people there. And it's just through their hard work and perseverance that they had a wonderful event. Over $73,000 raised? Yes. And you, you just... You just have to keep on, even when you don't want to. I mean, I can remember going home early on and crying all weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know, these guys don't don't under you know they were they were not there when, in the beginning, and um, you know we never I never dreamed we would have all of these programs. Right. Never, yeah. never. Yeah. We were just going to talk to people and. Okay, here's here's where you can go to get help and right. gradually grow. And then sometimes we found out there was no help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't us, if we didn't figure it out, there was not going to be anybody. Right. Mm. Yes, that's a lot of weight. It's pretty cool because as long as you persevere and as long as you keep pushing, and even through the dirt and even through the grind, there's something beautiful on the other side. Right. Something you couldn't even imagine. Right. And now you're sitting across the table from these fabulous, magnificent women. Fabulous. Right? Fabulous. But fabulous. only because you kept pushing and you didn't well, lay down. Well, yeah. I mean, you just, I mean, you just have to do it. Mm-hmm. You just have to do it. And I was almost 50 years old when we started. This was a late career for me. Yeah. I keep getting older every time you tell that story. I am older. I am older. I, I'm older than I was five minutes ago. We all are. With a lot of energy still. You know. uh, I like to She set so. the bar high. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, well, as my brother said, it's better to be seen than viewed. So I, I take that into consideration. <laughs> Well, you made an entrance in here today. <laughs> Boom! Put me on this radio. Oh my goodness! Um, I, I got another. I got another question for you. Um, what have you gotten better to saying no to? You mean since I've retired? The, sure. Well, I don't say no to anything that I really care about, but, you know, this has been a transitional time for me. You know, I try to do some things at my church. I come down here and aggravate Susie. I have grandchildren. <laughs> I like to travel. But um, my interest toward getting more involved in the political scene has grown after, after the situation in Florida. So I, I, I'm, I'm quite willing. I, I've said no to a lot of stuff over the years because this was, this was where I wanted to be. This, this was, was your this yes. is, this is what I did. Yeah. 
I'm not good at club stuff and, you know, meeting stuff. Susie can tell you, I used to knit through meetings because I... <laughs> but you hired a rock star to run that, that yeah, part. that's right. That's right. She had to do it, not me. Yeah. I was very smart. Yeah, that's right. And I truly, I seriously think that's super smart because a lot of people, they want to do everything. And sometimes it takes for you to even if you have to pay for it at the moment, but for have to have someone else go in that realm and do it at a much higher level than you would mm-hmm, ever do it. Mm-hmm. And by the way, they make the team, they make Absolutely. the business, they make Absolutely. everything look better. It should be better and better. Yeah. And, um, you know, I started out with a little bit and now it's growing. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm going to hit you with a few other questions, okay? Me? Yep. <laughs> We'll, we'll, we'll help you. We'll help you. Yeah. We'll take Susie you off the spotlight. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Let me make sure. We'll take you off the spotlight. Okay. We'll put Susie on the spotlight. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Y'all ready? Sure. Okay. We're switching mics. Who's going to be on the mic? Okay. You're, he's wanting to give me a hard one. <laughs> I'm reading through them. Well, this one's not too bad. Purchases of less than $100 that have most improved your life. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, from we're switching mics again. Like, sorry. Yeah, switching mics. Alyssa Hennessy here. <laughs> Just kidding. Perfect. Um, Just both. Oh, our coffee. We found this awesome coffee that makes us all really happy. <laughs> it's great. Okay, we but might it is not less than a hundred dollars. Who... Oh, we'll see. <laughs> so, Disqualified. We so, love the coffee. Less than hundred. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, from a seed standpoint, or like in general, for you, something that's helped you. Oh, because here, here's the thing. Like, if it improves your life, would you mm-hmm. agree that it's going to impact seed as well? Oh yeah, for sure. So, so, so from a marketing standpoint, honestly, buying a professional uh, membership to Canva. Dot com mm. because we we do you know we're a nonprofit we don't have marketing budget right um I'm an audio visual professional by trade so oh man I'm embarrassed for, I'm no 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 <laughs> no you're good you're good so yeah. from a graphic design standpoint I was like oh my god I have nothing to work with when I first started working here right. so I took everything home I didn't tell her I just took it home and did it myself. And then I bring it in, and she was like, wow, that's pretty cool. You know, and I'm like, yeah, it was like an $800 program, you know. <laughs> and um, But I was doing it at home because I had it at home. And then yeah. I found Canva, and I can create all of our flight. 100% of Dancing with the Stars was done with Canva and my iPhone. Wow. I, I did four videos that were showcased and premiered at the show. 100% of that was done off my iPhone. And so... To be able, the way technology has changed, and I can geek out on this for half an hour, so I'll shut up. But um, definitely, the you know, using Canva and some of the free apps that are out there from a marketing standpoint, and then obviously, you know, Facebook and Instagram for promoting our right. our own programs. Yeah, which is free. That's why Susie hired us. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> right. Go for, to go to my PC was was is mine. Um, I think without it, I couldn't have work-life balance. Mm-hmm. Um, I have in the past year, I've had a husband that's been deployed, and um, between between running here and uh, two babies, two babies, a three-year-old mm. and a fifteen-month-old, where um, he was almost almost a year at that point, and now he's fifteen months. But um, between that work-life balance. Um, being able to, you know, spend spend thirty five dollars for your subscription, and you can still plug into your computer at work and still get all the access to the files and stuff that you need, and right. um, that was a lifesaver and a game changer for me this past year. Um, just being able to cope yeah. <laughs> with that, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. But you, you got one? Since we're going down the oh my god, my cardigans, <laughs> my clothes. <laughs> <laughs> We have a success closet. Yes, yes, we do. <laughs> I'm, you know what? I'm an Apple user, so I upgraded my subscription from like no storage to all the storage. So now I never miss any emails. So that's been really helpful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay, so I don't know many people who still open up emails. Oh, oh my gosh! I live by my email. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yes, we... We would die. Yes. <laughs> so if anyone wants to get in touch with you, they must go through email. Yes, 
yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, and it, it's that life-work balance that right. it, when you start handing out your personal cell phone number, yeah. you're accessible at all times. And we yeah. love helping everyone, but part of being able to help everyone is yeah. being able to recharge. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yes. And I think, you know, and that would be, would you agree, you something you've gotten better saying no to? When it's you? Well, she's no, she is not. No? I am not that good at it yet. I'm getting better. But I, you know, I was, Sylvia said it before, you know, seed was her thing and she always said no to everything else. And I was just telling Susie last night, we were here chatting a little later and I was like, you know, I don't really care about dinner. I just want to hang out here. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. So, you know, and it's just, we look at seed and it's for a lot of us it's a dream job mm-hmm. you know it's it's not about the salary it's not about the hours it we all want to be here all day long because we believe so much in the mission of the organization that we work for mm-hmm. and spot on yeah so can you pass the mic just real quick <laughs> i want to get so how do you feel when you hear something like that Grateful. Really grateful. And I'm going to give you a high five here in a second, like a hug. Um, I do think it is, and I, I've said this when I was here, it is very important to go home and rest because some of the stories you hear are so bad. And if you take them with you, you just can't do it. I, I guess one that comes to mind was a woman who came in whose husband dropped her off. Amazingly, they had dropped her off because um, he had a gun to her head in front of her child. And, uh, yeah, grateful. You have an amazing crew here. I do. And great culture. (laughs) Right? Because that's what keeps everyone around. You don't want to go to home and or you don't want dinner you want to hang out with everyone here that's mm-hmm. great culture that's a family <laughs> there's people you want to constantly surround yourself with all right so that's another question what question do you have for me turn the tables a little bit oh she Are grabbed you this going mic pretty to quick. dance next year oh. <laughs> you you set yourself that's, up for that <laughs> i should have skipped that question so they asked me before we went live and of course i was like i can't that's just no so for so long okay so i'm, I'm the director I, for this event for dance with the stars and it was just on saturday uh-huh. and <laughs> and when i came in when i first got this job i told her that i would do three years and she was like, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> how, many, how many years ago was that? This was my second year. Oh, okay. So um, so the thing that I tell my dancers all the time that I am repeatedly telling my dancers this throughout the entire season is I don't care if you stand on stage and play a kazoo for 90 seconds <laughs> doing the chicken dance. Are you fundraising for the programs, because if you are not fundraising, you mm-hmm. are wasting my time. Mm-hmm. And when I'm sitting here in my office and I'm listening to my master of social work tell these pe- broken mm-hmm. families come mm-hmm. in day after day after day, 10 people a day through the door, and she says, I'm sorry, we're out of funding. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. out of, we're out of funding. If you want to stand on stage and dance just to promote your own business, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Come on in. But you better fundraise because this is mm-hmm. this is what Agreed. it's all about. Yep. And you're here to help our community. You're not here to to showboat. You're not here to put on a awesome show. That's all stuff that we're gonna do anyway because right. we strive for excellence. Yeah. That's already gonna happen. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I better have a six figure check on my stage. Mm-hmm. You know, and that that's the drive. And if I can connect my dancers who are volunteers in this with the heart of what we're doing, if I can connect them with the fact that I'm sitting in that mm-hmm. office watching these people leave defeated because we just don't have the funding. I'm sorry we don't have the funding. We don't have the funding. We don't yeah. you know why not? 
this is a big city. Mm-hmm. Come on, you yeah. know, like there, there's, there's more than enough money to go around, you yeah. know. And it, a one eighty dollar ticket can keep a family in their home for another week. Yeah, you know, so. So I don't want so people that's as they the hear drive. that to yeah and, and get the wrong impression when she says I want to see a hundred thousand dollars on that <laughs> stage. Yeah, that's not it's, going to my salary. Yeah, that's not, not going about, to the cars in the parking yeah, lot for the yeah, staff. You know, it's yeah. it's not even to keep the lights on in for the sure. building. Yeah. It is for the program. Yeah, it's for exactly. the clients that are coming yeah. in. You know, and so and I, and I tell all of them at the meet and greet. You know. Um, I get teased because I, I tend to be a little too nice and get bulldozed quite a bit and steamrolled from now, yeah. now, now and then. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, where's your backbone? Whack, whack. <laughs> you know? And, um, but, but really it's because I'm so passionate about yeah. what we do. And I do, I care about, I care about our volunteers and our dancers just yeah. as much as our clients. You know, some of them mm-hmm. come in here and they, they have the guts to sign up. And all they know is Miss Sylvia walked into their coffee shop and said, Hey, you better dance. And they're like, they're like, okay. Yeah. And then they come down here and they're like, for what? Yeah. Why? Why yeah. am I here? Yeah. And it's great. It's, and that was Patrick Leclerc. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, so and he did, and they they yep. did phenomenal, oh, and they great. showed up. Not only did they bring an incredible show, but they fundraised a significant amount of money for us. Yeah. And so, when I'm talking to the dancers backstage, and you know, this this last weekend, I had one of my dancers. She was she was next up. And she was like, I have never been so nervous in my entire life. I think I'm going to throw up everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like, you know what? It doesn't matter because the amount of money that you raised is enough to take care of 12 families for a year. Yeah. That's, it doesn't matter. So when you're up there and I was like, and you're nervous, and just think about those families. Mm-hmm. Just do it for the families. And mm-hmm. I was like, and even if you walk up there and you fall flat on your, your butt, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter because you, all the hard work. Mm-hmm. can now it can start right you know and so and so that's what you know and i gave her a big hug and she went out and she killed it that yeah. was liz maleshko from the american heart association yeah. you know and um it, that that's what it all it's all about and yeah we love the production side i'm a little crazy when it comes to putting on a good show i want to deliver for the guests great and, show and you know, and I want to watch Miss Sylvia Ray across yeah. the ballroom get choked up at a sideshow. Yeah. That's what I that's, want. Yeah, this you know, be great, yeah. I want her to go. Oh my gosh, this venue is incredible, which it was. Yeah. But at the end of the day, mm-hmm. I want to be able to help as many of our neighbors as we possibly can. The only reason we can't help people would be because we ran out of funding. Mm-hmm. So. So let's not ever run out of funding. Yeah. And that's what that's the driving force behind me and behind all of us. And um, I have people say all the time, oh, my God, I could never be a professional fundraiser. And I'm like, I'm not. I just connect people with this story. The story is important. Yeah. And, and if I can connect them with the story and um, they can see what we do, then they're go- there's going to be a buy-in. Yeah. You know, so... Exactly. So it's not so much about the money. It's really big. It's it's about what the money can do. There's exactly. a lot of good that the exactly. money can do. Exactly. Exactly. So, so for everyone, what question do you have for everyone who's listening? So they can comment below. Same question, I feel like. Are you going to dance? Yeah. <laughs> so I can um, put the link in the... Have you been here? <laughs> yeah. Have you... I think that one question is, do you know what SEED does? Exactly. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, you know, do you understand our message? Right. Do you know what we're trying to do in our community and our vision and what we want to see Fayetteville become? We want everybody to feel a part of this community. Mm-hmm. I think you guys are doing an amazing job at that. And I think, you know, with more of this right here, we can get it a lot more out into the community of what you guys do. Because again, I came in here thinking I knew it, <laughs> right? And we were going to talk about, I know, and thinking it was the mustache. Yeah. And, and thinking that we were going to talk about business. And it is way more than just oh. business here. There's a, there's a huge impact that you guys are doing as well. And I think, you know, it. it Knowledge isn't power, it should be shared. It goes back to Sylvia's comment about education. Um, Education is, you know, high school, you know, technical college, whatever it is, um, the level that you get to. um, Never stop seeking knowledge. Um, 
And when you do that, um, whether it's coming mm-hmm. to a seed class or or asking someone for help or, you know, reading a book or reading a magazine or reading an article or going to a city council meeting to learn about your community, mm-hmm. um, learning what's happening in your community, you become part of your community. And then, and then things don't seem so exclusive. Mm-hmm. You know, right. oh, I don't make enough money to go into that spot. Or, um, no, I don't, I'm not the right kind of person. I don't dress the right way. I don't have the right mustache. I don't have, you know, <laughs> I, I, I don't have have you know I don't have the right hair do no, I, I love shirt. Yeah, yeah you know I, it, it's we want everyone to feel inclu- included in what we're doing and no matter what size shape race color you know ethnicity um, what religious background anything so that you can share your knowledge with mm-hmm. everyone and I think that's really what it comes back to is um, being inclusive sharing knowledge and con- that constant inclusiveness and in building your community and that's really really what we're about here agreed <laughs> do you want to say anything last before we uh, shut this thing down Sylvia the name of one of my favorite cars. <laughs> you ever heard the Nissan Sylvia? No. No. Okay. Well, I will tell. I will show you guys after this podcast. But thank you so much, seriously, for coming on and and not thank only you. schooling me, but schooling everyone else who's going to listen. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank You're you welcome. Thanks, guys. And we have a form for you to sign, so you'll be ready to dance. Here, and this is when I hit stop <laughs> on this <laughs> podcast. Yes, you have, you have your forms ready for 2019. Yes. Sure. My arm—they pulled my I arm behind my, my back. <laughs> All right.